The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about uh, the upcoming visit of Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, uh, to Ireland next month to mark the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. Take a little listen to what he had to say about the Irish previously. The mystic, all the difficulties they've been through, the resilience that they've shown, and uh, it's like... Uh, it's like so many other people around the world that all they want is an even shot. Yeah, all right. So that was uh, Joe Biden uh, speaking. I think that was during his last visit, actually, uh, to these uh, shores. Uh, Declan Power is with me, the security and defence analyst. Declan, the planning for a trip like this from a US president, this, from a security point of view, when does that start? Well, it starts from about at least two months ago, I would say. Okay. Uh, and that's probably a conservative estimate in that this, there would have been aware, an awareness of this at the higher echelons within the security services of both states and they would have started speaking to one another and put, you know, pressing the various buttons. I know that there were reconnaissance parties uh, engaged earlier. Um, what, what are we in now? We're in March. We're in, March. Probably, in, in mid mid to late February, thereabouts on the ground uh, in uh, in Ireland, uh, the thing is, it's a fairly well-oiled piece of machinery now because so many U.S. presidents have been here in mm. recent times. You have a lot of people still in situ, uh, particularly within Angarda Shikana and the Defence Forces in the upper echelons who were involved in the last uh, planning of of such matters. So. The first thing is, uh, you know, a, a recognition of where has to be visited and the reconnoitering of the ground of those areas. And that, that, that would be done initially by Irish personnel. And then there would be a reconnaissance party from the uh, appropriate agency, which would be the US Secret Service. Oh, so it's the Secret Service. They're the agency that would come yeah, in. Yeah, the Secret Service, despite the out. name, people think it's an intelligence agency. It's not. They're actually an investigative arm of the US Department of Treasury. But after the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, it was decided that an element of the US government service that was completely separate from typical law enforcement and indeed the military would be independent and a, a safe pair of hands to handle security. And so they have the, traditionally taken over that role. So in addition to their job of investigating forgeries and threats to the US dollar and the US currency, mm. they have evolved into a highly competent uh, VIP personal protection detail. So what, what, what considerations uh, do they have when they're looking at a particular site, for example? This, is, this is, uh, has been proposed as something that's on the agenda. What security concerns might they have about something? Well, you know, they start from the, the, the very broad, hard-edged threats of uh, how easy it might be for uh, a threat actor to manifest a threat there through uh, a more traditional forms such as a direct armed attack or a, a planting of explosives or indeed in this day and age a drone attack. We've seen how uh, precarious a situation mm. that is in Ireland. Um, and then it, it, to the more subtle things such as uh, uh, elements to, to, to manoeuvre uh, uh, people or uh, things into place to uh, get access to the president or presidential uh, a, shall we say cavalcade mm. to uh, damage vehicles or to get access to foodstuffs things of that nature um, there would be on one hand the hard edge threat which is probably easier particularly in a country like Ireland that is a friendly state uh, that has a you know close relationship with the United States therefore our security forces 
uh, have a close relationship with their US counterparts. They speak the same language. I don't just mean English. I mean professionally speaking. Mm. There's good personal engagement there. But then there are more subtle threats. You know, that might be maybe more of a political reputational nature that have to be looked at as well. Making sure that uh, something doesn't happen that could be embarrassing to the uh, the US presidential um, entourage. Because just as you were uh, leading into this, it was struck me that the relationship with the US, it, it's not it's, it's a familial one because we have such blood ties with the United States, but it's also hugely strategic. You know, the 25 year anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, we're celebrating that largely because Bill Clinton and other key figures in the US body politic, uh, such as the, the much vaunted four horsemen of the apocalypse, mm. Irish American uh, person, uh, personages within you know, the, the body politic and Ted Kennedy in particular. These people weighed in on our behalf to get a deal done and to use their political weight, their international political weight. We saw again the benefits, you know, and Joe Biden standing by us during the, the Brexit issues. Yeah. You know, we cannot take that for granted. A, a very well-placed uh, American figure recently spoke to me about the fact that Ireland probably needs to waken up a little bit to work on keeping the relationships alive over in the US. That's why Patrick's Day matters. It's not just a bowl of shamrock and a bit of chit-chat. That's why this visit matters, because it's a, it's a manifestation of soft power. And we do well to remember that because soft power is what Ireland has tended to do best. Yeah. But soft power cannot be taken for granted when you're dealing with countries like the United States that have a myriad of other things vying for its attention, especially during a time of war. Um, we're actually going to be talking a little bit later in the show about uh, that Patrick's Day trip and other trips by uh, government ministers um, around the world in about an hour's time, in fact. But just uh, before I let you go, Declan, to go back to the security issue, sure. once, once Joe Biden arrives here, then, I mean, the, the, the secret service again, they're personally responsible for his safety are yeah, they I mean are they yeah. are they armed when they're here like what 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 um uh, what are the terms of reference they operate under, but sure. that way on foreign soil? Sure. Well, to, to, to address that question, I suppose, it would be just to explain one simple thing. There are concentric layers of security around somebody like the US president. And the primary uh, bubble is orchestrated, is overseen, is run by the Secret Service. And they have the primary responsibility for his personal safety and that of his entourage and his immediate family. Um, therefore, they are armed wherever they go. Uh, you know, the, if you want the US president to visit, you agree to those terms. But there, there's legislation in Ireland. We've a degree of confusion. There was a ridiculous debate that erupted uh, a few years ago about whether the guard, the commissioner, was entitled to have a PSNI armed detail in mm. the Republic and vice versa. That has been operating for some time. The, the, there is, the, the legal framework is there for police officers from both jurisdictions under certain circumstances to carry firearms. And so, therefore, the, the Secret Service will carry firearms. Um, the, certainly the immediate team but you have different concentric layers that immediate bubble then is matched by other bubbles that would uh, have secret service personnel ones that you wouldn't see that would be involved in uh, sniping duties but they would be matched with personnel from the Irish uh, security services okay. and you would have uh, plainclothes members of Angarda Siakana specialist members from the ERU the National Surveillance Unit armed response units all involved in this and any arrests that would have to be made or dealing with the general public would be done primarily by Irish police officers 
Uh, it's fascinating. While we were talking, I just seem to remember when, when Barack Obama was here, didn't they realise that uh, his his limo, the Beast, which had to yeah, fly over in advance, it was too heavy, it couldn't get yeah. down over the slope into the uh, US Embassy. Anyway, uh, Declan, listen, it's always interesting and thanks a million for coming into studio. Uh, Declan Power, uh, Security and Defence uh, Analyst. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.